0: Okay, Stacy is asking about post length and word count. So, okay, this is what I'll say about post length. It depends where you're trying to get traffic from. I think it's really important when you're writing your posts to know are you trying to target traffic from Pinterest or traffic from Google or traffic from both because the way you do your post is gonna be different. So sometimes if I'm short on time, but I want to write about something, I'll write a short post, I'll turn the Google search off, and I'll just write it for Pinterest because it takes me a lot longer to write a post for Google. Google likes length, so Google is a lot more sophisticated than Pinterest. Pinterest can't tell how long your post is. Pinterest can't tell how many outbound links your post has. Pinterest can't tell what your real even like title is of your your post, right? It only sees like the title you give it in Pinterest and whatever's on your image. So Google is a lot more sophisticated than Pinterest. So writing a post for me to rank in Google takes a lot longer. It requires um, keyword research, like looking up the keywords and trying to figure out how I'm gonna keyword it and then putting the outbound links and the inbound links and doing all these different things. And I do that, I'm not telling you guys not to do that like you should try be trying to get SEO traffic I think that's a good strategy um, you guys know I like was recommending that stupid simple SEO course but you know t- you're gonna have to at some point take an SEO course and learn SEO like if you want to be a blogger and h- get traffic you need to know SEO it's just like the way it goes right and it's hard like ranking in Google is hard but the thing I'll say about ranking in Google is like Google traffic is worth more than Pinterest traffic and I'll tell you why because Pinterest traffic, goes like this, right? Like one week, you'll have a post that goes bonkers, and it gets tons of traffic. And then the next week, it's just dead. And then it's another post. And so it's just all over the place. Whereas Google traffic is very consistent. If you have Google traffic, like year after year, you can look at the month of the same year and pretty much know, like, I'm going to get this much traffic from it. Like once you're up on that page, you've got to be on the first page, like I think like 95%, right of the traffic, you have to be on the first page. Like, no one goes to the second page, basically. And if you're in the top three results on Google, like, you get almost all of the traffic. So you want to be as high up in the Google rank, like rankings as you possibly can be. And once you get up there, the traffic is very consistent. And you don't have to worry about like Pinterest will change the algorithm and all of a sudden, you know, your favorite pin that has been doing so well is now your least performing pin. And then something else is doing well. And you know, they want hashtags and then they don't want hashtags and then they have groups. And then sometimes I've had my account suspended and other people have had their accounts suspended. And so Pinterest I believe it's a lot easier to rank in Pinterest, personally, than to rank in Google. There's less competition on there. There's way less competition, you guys, on Pinterest than there is on Google. There just is. There's lots of people searching on there. And so it's a great opportunity for you guys to get traffic on your blog. So, But it has its pros and cons, right? So you have to be able to stand in that kind of uncertainty of, like, your traffic going up and down. And I I always recommend, like, you guys get Pinterest traffic first. Like, that's, I mean... There's all different ways to do it. So anytime I'm giving you guys advice, like I'm not saying I know like the answers of blogging. Like I'm just telling you from my experience, what I would do if I were starting out on a brand new blog, I would get traffic from Pinterest first. And then once you have some traffic coming in from Pinterest, then go and target Google. And I really believe you guys should have both, right? To have a sustainable business, you need traffic from both sources because Pinterest Will give you those boosts and it's free traffic which is unbelievable right we don't even pay i don't even pay for ads on there and i get free traffic which it might not always be like that but right now it is like that so it's like jump on the bandwagon get free traffic right and then i forgot what i was talking about but then google will give you like that um that secondary source and it'll be more sustainable and you want traffic from both sources you never want all your traffic coming from one source because if something happens to that source if something happens to that post your business goes away And that is not a sustainable business, right? We're business owners. So you've got to really think of like building a sustainable business. If your business relies on traffic, you need traffic coming from multiple sources. Because, you know, it has happened where Google has changed the algorithm, you know, not as frequently as Pinterest. Like they're obviously a lot more thoughtful about it. (laughs) But, you know, Google has changed the algorithm and people lost traffic. Pinterest changes the algorithm, people lost traffic. If something happens, if something changes, which it will, like the Internet is moving all the time. You don't need to be scared of it, but just be aware. Like to have a sustainable business, you need to have traffic from multiple sources. So if something happens to one source, your business still goes on, right? And yeah, it'll take a hit, but it's not like going to take you down. Whereas if all of your eggs are in one basket, right? That analogy, don't put, you know, whatever, that can take your whole business down. So as far as post length, Google likes long posts, so there's very few things that are like known about the Google algorithm. There's a lot of speculation about the Google algorithm, right? Everyone wants to know, like, what the key is to ranking in Google, and there's all this speculation. And you know, you'll read different articles of different things, like, you know, do these do these things to rank or do these things to rank, and everyone's speculating, and every, it's changing all the time, I'm sure. And so, one of the things that is known about the Google algorithm is that it likes length. So there was a study done. Someone did a study where they researched, you know, all of the top, like, five, I think, posts or whatever, the posts on the first page on Google, you know, how long they were. And most of them are over, I think, like, 1,500 words. And a lot of them are over 3,000 words. So Google likes long posts. So we know that, right? So if you know Google likes long posts and you're writing a post and trying to rank in Google and you know Google likes length, I think it would be smart to make it long, right? And there's no, like, key... There's no key, like I can tell you, like I have posts that are short that rank in Google. I have posts that are long that rank in Google. Like there's, you know what I mean? There's no like magic number I can tell you. But I can tell you in general, like longer is better for Google. Like putting lots of outbound lengths is better for Google. Putting inbound links. The better you make your article, the more useful it is, the better it's gonna do in Google, like period. Like yeah, you need to know how to do on-page, on-page SEO. And you need to know how to keyword do keyword research and do all that stuff. But if you don't know how to do that yet, just make really useful content. And what I suggest you do if you're trying to rank in Google, Google your keyword, look at the results, look, read the top three articles, put them and see how long they are. Like I'll literally copy and paste them and put the word count in in Word and see how long they are. And then your challenge is to make a longer, better piece of content than that those contents rank that. that, that, that. <laughs> Than the articles that are already ranking like your content needs to be better it needs to have more links more useful information more stuff more images more video more anything you can think of to add value to that post to where someone finds it and they have everything that they could possibly want to know or need about that topic you know you just you have you have to look at the top three posts and you never want to put something that's less good than what's already ranking. Your stuff needs to be better. Like, that's your standard, right? Those top three posts, like, you don't post anything worse than that. Because otherwise, like, what's the point? You're just wasting your time. And, like I said, if you want to just write posts for Pinterest, that's fine. I do that all the time. I don't have 3,000 words of things to say about everything every day. I just don't. So, a lot of times on Pinterest, if I think something is going to do well on Pinterest, I'll write a short post, and things don't have to be long to be useful, right? I'm not saying like write po- like short garbage post for Pinterest. Like that's not what I'm saying. Like write good posts. But if you're just going on Pinterest, I'm not as worried as I'm not going to put as much time into the into it as Google because Pinterest isn't even going to see it. Pinterest isn't going to know how long it is. Pinterest isn't going to know how many li- how many links you have. Pinterest isn't going to know like a lot of things like the Pinterest algorithm is a lot less sophisticated than the Google algorithm. Like, what they're ranking for. Like, and there's no way to know exactly what they are, but I pretty much guarantee you, like, you know, Pinterest doesn't know those things. So, you know, that's that's what I'll say about that. It just depends where you're trying to get your traffic from, right, how long you want your post to be. So figure out, you know, where you want the post to be, and then look at what's already ranking. Um, okay, this is kind of a longer post. Okay, I had a new idea for a blog. I have a blog with a different focus. I created in March. I've been challenged to find the time and energy to devote to creating regular content, uh, getting idea number one off the ground. My question is about whether I should try out a, a new topic, by another URL and see if I have better luck and motivation with a whole new brand and target audience. Okay, this is long. I'm going to start with this first part. I don't know what the second part of the question says. This idea of like I'm not motivated. And so people do this all the time with their themes, right? Where it's like, like I'm going to change my brand colors and I'm going to rebrand my site and then I'm going to do it or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that and then and then I'll have more motivation. And that's not how motivation works. So like, if you're not motivated now, I mean, my feeling is that you're not going to be motivated with a new topic. Like, that's like, if I'm being real with you, like, that's my feeling about it. Like, you need to find... Like something in you that is motivating you to do the work. And if you're not motivated to do the work on this topic that you already have, it's obviously something you wanted to write about or you wouldn't have made a blog about it, right? Like, you know, you're not going to have motivation for a new topic. I'm not telling you not to change your topic, right? There's a lot of reasons to maybe change. Sometimes you start a blog and you realize like, you know, I want to write about something else or this isn't the right thing or like whatever it is you know, and, and there's reasons to change your blog, but not having motivation is not one of them. And the thing I'll say you guys about making content is like in the beginning, making content is really hard. And I know like, you know, you guys hear me say all the time, like you make more content, make more content. Right. And I make all this content and you see people like doing all this stuff and it feels impossible, but it gets easier. Right. It's very easy for me to sit down and write a blog post now. It's not hard. I don't have that struggle. In the beginning I had like all this fear. And I didn't know what to write about. And I didn't know how to format it. And I didn't know how to find pictures. And like, you know, I, I was so insecure about my writing. And I like had all this self doubt. And I had to like, it was like this mental struggle every time I sat down to write a blog post. And now it's like, you know, it's not a big deal. So you have to get through that to get to the part where it's easier. But the only way like out is through, right? So you've got to be making the content. And I don't I like personally like my gut feeling like, just like intuitively reading this is like you're not gonna have more motivation with a new topic like that's my gut feeling like i could be wrong about that because i don't know what your topic is or what the story is like maybe this new topic you is like something that's totally changed your life that you just can't shut up about but in general like blogging takes a lot of discipline and inspiration takes a lot of discipline right there's this idea of like that being inspired me and like being a creative means creating content is easy and that's not the case right it's like sit down for an hour every day and write every day for an hour. Like, you know what I mean? It's like you have to do it every day, just like going to the gym. You don't go to the gym like only when you feel like it, only when you feel inspired. You go to the gym, right, to get stronger. And you have to write every day to get better, to get stronger in your writing, right? So this idea of like, I'm going to be motivated and then I'm going to create all this stuff is just completely false in my mind. It takes a lot more discipline, to be a creative and to, re- to create content, I think, than people realize. You know, I write every day from six to nine, six in the morning till nine in the morning. Every day, my butt is in this office, in this chair. Well, not right now, because I'm on live. <laughs> to Fridays are kind of like a weird day. Monday through Thursday, I'll say six to nine, um, my butt is in this chair writing, right? And like later tonight, my butt will be in this chair writing. I write three to four hours every day. Like you know, that is, I want to be a writer. I want to write books. Like, you know, that is like, I have to write a lot like, to be able to do that. That's like part of my, my goals and like what I want to do and what I'm here to do. Right. And it's not that I come in my office when I feel inspired and I feel like it, you guys think I feel like coming in here at six in the morning and sitting in here and writing like, no, <laughs> it's like working out. Like I don't ever want to go to the gym. There's nothing in me that's ever like, you know, what would feel really good and fun, like going and working out. Like that's never like my mindset. I don't like going to the gym, but I go to the gym every day, right? Because I have to, to live my life the way that I want and to have the life that I want and to be able to show up in this world the way that I want and to spread my message and to, you know, be a good friend, a good daughter and do all these things. Like I need energy and I know to get energy, I have to go to the gym, right? And it's the same thing with writing. It's like, you know, you don't wait till you're inspired to sit down and write. you don't wait till you're motivated to sit down and write like you you have to be able to make yourself sit down and do it just like going to the i keep saying going to the gym because i really don't like going to the gym but i hope that analogy makes sense to you guys you know it's like you have to do it you can't wait for inspiration you can't wait to feel like it it's just it's something that you have to do and you have to look at this business like a job like this is a job this is the other thing where people get like messed up about social media and like blogging is that they think that it's so fun that it doesn't feel like work, I think, or like, you know, people think this about like, uh, like influencers a lot, like Instagram is so easy, because everyone has an Instagram account, you could just make a $100,000 on Instagram or like, whatever. And that's just so not the case, right? There's so much work that goes into building a big account and running a big account, and the algorithm and the content, you know, and targeting audiences and all this stuff. And it's the same with blogging, like people have this idea that it's just should be easy and you're going to feel like writing posts and it's going to all be in flow. And it, that is like not the case at all. This is a job. This is a job. So if you have a job and your job is to write a blog post, it doesn't matter if you feel like it. Right. So, you know, it doesn't, if you're at work and you're like, well, I just don't feel like doing it. And then you don't do it. You get fired. Right. This is a job like, you know, and yeah, we love, like, you guys know, like, I love what I do. And I I want you guys to love your job and to love what you do. But there's also an element of like, no one is going to do this for you. If you want to build a business, and you want this to be a job, and you want to make money from it, right, you want to get paid from it, you have to treat it like a job, and you have to show up for it like a job, right? And and it's like, you're never going to make money if you don't show up to it like an actual job. And I know that's hard, like, because at first, you're not making money, right? So it's like, you're not as motivated to do it because you're not making money, but it will never turn into a job if you don't act like it's a job. You've got to act like it's already a job. And if you look at the people that are successful, you know, go look at Jennifer Maker, go look at Rosemary, like go look at people that are very successful, especially in their first few years of blogging, they showed up like diligently, like so consistently, because they treated it like a job, right? They were like, I'm going to write you know, three posts every single week and I'm going to do my social media posts every single week. And they're like dead consistent, like dead consistent, you know, in what they were doing. And I think there's something really, there's something really important to be said to that, to like, you have to take this seriously. It's not a hobby you like do when you feel like it, like this is your job. This is your business. Like you have to show up. There's not like a time when you're at work and you're like, you know i'm not motivated i don't feel like it maybe i'll just change the whole project it's like no You, if your job is to do the project like you do the project right and and it's kind of like that um let me read the second half of this question i didn't even answer your whole question yet um the let me let me read it and then i have another thought i want to share with you if i have a better look with a whole new brand and target audience or if i should stay with the course Find a way to expand topic one so it overlaps with number two until I can steadily dedicate the time to blogging in general. Or what would you recommend? I think my new idea would be more profitable for a business. Okay, that's almost like I can almost guarantee that's not true. And it feels like something I'll have an easier time growing. It is going to be a service that helps students find money. Okay, never, ever, 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 ever. (laughs) Do not chase dollars. Do not chase dollars in your business. Like I want you guys to be smart business women, right? And I believe in like like looking for the leverage points and realizing where your money comes from. Like I said this on a live the other day. I was like Instagram doesn't pay my bills, right? I don't I don't spend time on Instagram, right? I'm smart in where I spend my time and I want you guys to be smart smart business women, but we don't chase dollars. Your integrity has to be way above what you think it needs to be. <laughs> your integrity in this business is everything. It's all you have. And it just, when you start a business to chase, to chase dollars, like, you know, and I'm not saying like, you're just selling your soul. I'm sure you're like, second business is really, really good. But when you're like, I think I want to change my business because I can make more money doing this. It's just not true. And like, the fact is, is like, there's people, there's a woman in EBA that makes more money than I do blogging about knitting. <laughs> like, you know, there's like, there's people that have like entire blogs. There's another person that makes you know like over six figures blogging about succulents. Like you know what I mean? It's like you can have a business out of anything. So what do you want your business to be? And this like idea of like some topics are are more some there's like this idea that like some topics are profitable and some aren't. And that's not true. I there are people that can make money and there's people that don't. Right? And there's certain there's people that are good business people and are disciplined are going to be able to take any topic and build it into a business and make it profitable. And it's about it's about having the tools that they need, it's about having the tenacity to freaking sit down and do it, right? It's about having the time and the money and all this stuff to dedicate to it. But it's not about the topic. It's about it's about you. Like this is about you. It's so a lot of this stuff is like you know, I don't have motivation or I think, you know, I'll be able to make more money doing this. Like you need to look inside of you. You're looking like outside, like all this stuff that is like distracting. And this is how I make business decisions. And I've talked about this a lot, but it's like, get quiet, put your hand on your heart, take a deep breath. What am I here to do? What am I here to say? What am I divinely guided? Like what, what is the next step for me? Right. And a lot of times like I'll just pray I'll just be like you know God angels universe i'm willing I'm willing to take the next step I'm willing to show up I'm willing to do the work like you know guide me and show me the next steps and if you don't want to pray, that's totally fine like I don't care, but I'm saying like use your intuition like I think women's intuition is like incredibly downplayed in our in our culture and I think one of the biggest strengths we have as business owners as women is like we are are intuitive we are intuitively able to make good decisions I feel like off of our gut and our heart and like what we feel is right and it's like get in your heart like what are you here to say who are you here to help and like this it's not the money right you can't like get in your heart and be like which niche is going to be the most profitable right do you see the difference it's like you know you'll be able to make you'll be able to make the money like that's not this this idea of like there's certain niches that are more profitable than others is just completely, I think, false. I don't think that's true. And I think there's a lot of examples of people that are in unconventional niches that make lots of money, right? And there's people that are in what should be profitable niches that aren't making any money. So it just depends on like you and your business. This is about you. It's not about your topic. It's not about, you know, people do this, like I said, with brand colors, right? It's not about your brand colors, it's not about your logo, it's not about your font, it's not about your site. This is about you. You know, why are you not motivated to do it? Like, are you scared? You know, do you not want to put yourself out there? Do you not want to go all in? Are you are you scared of failure? Like, you know, this is you're having a lot of resistance to committing to this and going all in. And that's about you. It's not about your topic. It's not about your your motivation. It's not about you know, your website or rebranding, it's not about any of that, right? And we all do this. I'm not, like, singling out, like, you, like, you're bad. It's, like, we all do this as humans, right? I do this, right? Where we start looking at other things, and we're like, well, if I did this, like, you know, when a lot of times it's, like, it's about you. This is about you. So that's what I'll say about that. As far as, like, changing your topic, I don't know. And, like, this is the other thing I'll say is, like, you, you guys are, I don't, there's so many variables in this, like, question as far as like if you should change your topic that I don't know right I don't even I don't know you know what your topics are and what your reasons for doing it and like how much work you've already done on the first site there's so many variables and the fact is is like even though I'm like further ahead of you on your on your journey and I can answer questions and try to guide you guys at the end of the day it's like no one is gonna know like your mission your business what you're here to say your audience the way you do doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how experienced like the coaches, doesn't matter. You know, you can look to other people for guidance, but at the end of the day, you're the boss. Like you have to call the shot, right? And you have to live with the consequences of your decisions. And your business has to live with the consequences of your decisions, right? And you you have to be able to make a lot of decisions and make them quickly, right? That's part of being like a, a businesswoman. There's a whole side of this journey that's about becoming a businesswoman. And it's like as a businesswoman, you know, and as hopefully like a passionate entrepreneur, what feels aligned to you. And a lot of times it's like, we ask, you know, like, I remember asking my boyfriend, like, if he thought my blog was a good idea and like asking my family and asking like, you know, and it's just like, you know, it doesn't matter what they think. It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what I think you should do. Right. It's like, I don't know your business the way you know your business. And there's so many variables on this. Like I can't even begin to even give you an answer, but it's like, you know, you have to be able to trust yourself and you have to be able to, 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 You have to be willing to, like, make a decision and make it quickly and then just go. And making a wrong decision is a lot better than making no decision. Like, being indecisive will kill you in this business. You've got to be able to make a decision, make it fast, and go. And if it's the wrong decision, you'll learn the lesson and you keep going. Like, we cannot get paralyzed in indecision. We cannot be paralyzed in this thing of, like... You know, I want to pick the right niche and I want my website to be right. And I want, you know, my tagline to be right. I remember spending like weeks writing my tagline when I started blogging, like, you know, stuff like that. That's like, you know, what I was saying, like, um, I think on the podcast the other day, like, you know, that's just procrastination and it's, it's, you've got to be confident enough to be able to just call the shot, right? You're the boss, show up to this business, like it's a job and like you're the boss and you're in charge, right? And, and show up like even if you don't have staff or you don't have people depending on you, your business depends on you and like maybe the future jobs like you're going to create in the future depend on you. And like, you have to make a decision. You can't be sitting here stuck in indecision because it wastes time and time is everything in this business. Like you've got to be moving and creating and doing stuff. We don't have time to sit here debating all these options. Right. And they talk about this a lot with CEOs, but you know CEOs get paid so much money because they they have to be able to make really big decisions right with hundreds of thousands of dollars that affect you know hundreds and hundreds of employees and they have to be able to make good decisions fast but the fast especially when you're just starting out is the key especially right now because you guys like in the beginning the consequences of making a wrong decision are very minimal like the consequences of you know but the consequences of not doing of not creating Are massive because you're wasting time and and time is crucial to building this business you've got to have time you've got to have content right content is everything and these other things are like a lot of times just distractions these other things as far as like you know I have if I had the perfect website this would be easier it's gonna be hard no matter what your topic is and that's just the truth it's like you know you can we're doing something that's hard this is hard to do people think like being a blogger is easy and it's not it's hard And it doesn't matter what niche you pick. It's still going to be hard. (laughs) So it's like, you know, and I don't know, like maybe after you got the website up, you've got some clarity and I'm not telling you like not to change your, your blog. What I'm really saying is like trust yourself, right? Be confident in yourself. You have all of the tools you need to make this decision. You know what's best for you. You know what's best for your business. You know, I don't know you. Like, I don't know how you feel about these topics. I don't know how they've influenced your life. I don't know anything about it, right? You know you. You know what's best for you. You're the expert on you, and you're the expert on your business. And so take that, be confident, and move forward and just make a choice and commit. And you're in this like place of like maybe I'll change maybe I'll change my topic, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. This stuff is like slowing you down. You've got to commit and go all in and just go. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's the wrong topic if you're going. This whole like indecisive standing still, not making content, not sure, indecisiveness, right? This feeling of uncertainty of like, I don't know if it's the right topic. I don't know if it's the right time. I don't know, like that stuff will eat you up. Does that make sense? You've gotta just go, like pick something and just go. And it's safe for you to trust yourself, right? This has been really like pivotal for me in the last year of my business is like, it's safe for me to trust myself. Yeah, I went through this phase of like hiring all these coaches, right? I was like paying all these people like thousands of dollars to like help me grow my business and tell me what to do. And looking back, like I made some really poor choices that people advised me to do that in my heart I knew were wrong. I knew every time like it wasn't the right thing, right? My intuition like knew. And it was such a good learning lesson for me. And it was the lesson that I needed to learn, right? It's like it's safe for me to trust myself. It's safe for me to trust you know, my intuition and no one knows my business the way I do. No one knows my heart and my soul and what I'm here to say and the things I'm here to do the way I do. It doesn't matter how many hundreds of thousands of dollars a year they make. They don't know better for me. I know what's best for me. You know what's best for you, right? And it's easy to say that, but it's hard to step into that of like really feeling safe to trust yourself, right? And really feeling like I'm going to go all in like just because I think it's right. And sometimes I make decisions like just because I feel like I should like, and you know, it's not always logical driven for me, my business. Like I try to be a smart businesswoman, Right. And I try to do things that are smart and I work really hard, but if my heart is telling me to do something, you know, I listen and that serves me really well in business. And I know that's not like business advice people would usually say or like give you, and I'm probably not like a popular thing, but like, I believe like, you know, one of the best assets I have in this business is my intuition, right? And then the fact that I'm willing to make decisions based on my intuition, but no matter what you're basing your decisions on, you're always better off making a decision than being indecisive. You do not want to be in the space of like, like, I don't know. I don't know if I should do this. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should change my niche. Maybe I should start a different business. Maybe I don't even want to be a blogger. Like you don't want to be in the energy of that. You know what I mean? Like that energy of indecisiveness of of uncertainty will cripple your business. You've got to be certain and you've got to go. And, and people get it twisted where they think like, you're going to just feel certain all of a sudden, you're going to know that you're on the right path and you're not. <laughs> There's always going to be doubt. There's always going to be part of you that is scared or unsure, but you, you have to like take control and just be like, no, we're going right. I love this like story. I think I heard this from Tony Robbins, but he takes these like, Ice baths every day where he like gets in freezing cold water. And he says he's like, I do that to like master my mind. Because when my brain is telling me, like, don't do this, it's gonna be awful, like, don't do that. He's like, you know, I'm the boss, I'm in control. And he's like, you know, when I say jump, like we fucking jump, right? It's like, you know, sorry, I'm trying not to swear, but you know what? When I say jump, we effing jump, right? It's like, you know, when I say go, we go. And it's about like mastering that part of your brain that is always going to be, it's always going to be feeding you insecurity and doubt. It's always going to be feeding you, like, maybe this isn't the right thing. Maybe it's not the right time. Maybe no one likes you. Like, maybe everyone thinks you're stupid. All this stuff. It's about mastering it and being like, no, when I say jump, we jump, right? When I say go, we go. When I say, like, we build this business, we go. And it's about, like, Being able to overcome that part of your brain and saying like, I'm the boss. It's safe for me to like follow my heart. It's safe for me to do my thing. And we're jumping, like we're going, like get on board. Right. (laughs) I went on this rant the last time about like, you know, talking to God, like you're the boss. Like sometimes I'll talk to like God and I'll just be like, God, like, you know, this is what we're doing. I need everyone on board. I need divine support. And I just like go, like I ask for guidance. Right. And I ask for support but I'm like going right. And that momentum is everything, but you need to do the same thing with your brain where it's like, you know, like, like we're jumping, we're going, like, this is what we're doing. We're not walking in uncertainty. We're not walking in doubt. Like I'm not, I don't have time for this, right. I'm too busy. All that stuff. You know, it's the same stuff I say to you guys every week, but you know, I think there's this idea that you're going to reach a point and that goes away and it doesn't, you're just in front of more people doing scarier stuff. I had an interview with Ruth Sukop on my, uh, Mental health podcast, you guys should listen to it if you haven't. My Radical Transformation podcast, which is like my podcast about depression and anxiety. I interviewed Ruth when she was getting ready to launch her book. And her and I were chatting before the interview. And she was just telling me how terrified she was about the book launch and that no one was gonna buy the book and that everything she had done was for nothing and that it was gonna fail and like be this flop. And it was so interesting, right? And her and I like she's self-aware, like, you know, the the irony of like the book is do it scared and she's like terrified that it's going to fail right but it's, people look at her cuz she runs a multiple seven figure company and people are like you know she's figured it out but she i felt it from her like she was scared in her soul like the kind of like fear you know that maybe is even more than when you first start cuz she's in front of so many people and It doesn't go away. You just have to get better at just telling your brain, like, we're going, we're jumping, like, we're doing this, like, get on board. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, we're going, like, I don't have time to, like, walk in doubt. I don't have time to walk in uncertainty. You know, you've got to just make a decision and go. And it's not about making the right decision. It's just about making a decision and being certain. That's what this is about. Does that make sense? So I don't even know if I answered your question. Not really, I don't think. (laughs) This is probably not the answer, like, you wanted. (laughs) Mine's clearly career Thank you so much for your help with all of this. Yeah, sit down. Sit down. Like, I meditate and journal a lot. I would sit down with my journal, and I would just be like, what am I called to say? Like, what am I called to do? What's the right thing? You know, and, and give yourself a deadline. By the end of this week, make a choice. By the end of this week, like, you need to know what you're doing and go all in. And there's not ever going to be right answer a right time or a time where you're like yes this is the right choice it's like you just have to decide you just have to make a decision it's not about right and wrong it's about just making a choice does that make sense so by the end of this week make a choice like you don't need to spend more than a day thinking about this like just make a choice you know don't let this hold you up because that energy of uncertainty the longer you're in this energy of like uncertainty and and like maybe i'll do this or maybe i'll do that or i don't know if this is right or that is right all that stuff you got to get out of that. That's going to cripple you more than anything. Okay, let me see. Arlen says, what's the one thing beyond writing lots of content that you think helped you grow so quickly the first year? I've thought about doing a post a day, but really worried I would burn myself out. Yeah, don't do a post a day. Like, I'm kind of a maniac, you guys, like, to be honest with you. Like, I do a lot of things and I still do a lot of things where it's like, I work a lot. I like what I do, right? I like my business. I don't have kids. I don't have a husband. Like, I'm like married to this business, right? And so I work a lot and I've always worked a lot. And it's just, that's just, I grew up like working class. Like I grew up like working hard and like, you know, I don't know. It just doesn't, it doesn't burn me out like to write a lot. It just doesn't. So I don't want you guys to feel like what I do is not right for everyone. Like, I'm fully aware of that. I would never tell you guys you have to work 80 hours a week and write a blog post a day. Like, you don't at all. There's, like, lots and lots of proof of that, of people finding success that did not post every day. Like, most people would not tell you to post a blog post a day. Like, that's not, like, normal advice. <laughs> so I don't want you guys to feel like that that's something you need to do. It's something I did that worked for me, right? And so I'm sharing it with you. But it's not... Like, you know, people find success in all different ways. So don't ever feel like because one person did something one way that that's the way forward. It it may or may not be the right way for you. Right. And this goes back to like what I was saying before about like tapping into your intuition and like what's right for you. And so it sounds like for you, you're like, no, like I would get burnt out. That's not the right way for me. And you need to listen to that. And so a, a couple of things. I had a really good Pinterest strategy. I used to recommend Pinterest Traffic Avalanche, and I still recommend that, Uh, but what I really recommend right now is Jennifer's, gosh, I pitch this book every time I'm on here, but Jennifer's Pinterest Launch Playbook, if you guys haven't bought it, you go buy it. It's $27, and it's amazing, and, like, you're, you're foolish not to buy it, because it's the best advice I've seen for Pinterest for, like, the lowest price, so. And if you buy it now, you get all the updates. She, like, updates it. It's really well written. It's, like you know, it's great to have videos and have a course, but like if I'm having an ebook is great too. And it does have like some video modules in there, but the information in there is so good. And it's written really clearly. So, but get a Pinterest plan, right? You need what, what your question was about grow so quickly the first year you need traffic, right? And the, the like first part of this whole thing is like traffic. Once you have traffic, you can monetize. And the first, the the first part of this everyone struggles with is, like, no one's going to read your stuff. Like, that's just, like, part of the reality you have to walk through. It's, like, you're going to have to write a lot, and no one's going to read your stuff. You're not going to have any traffic at first. That's just how it how it goes. But so I took Pinterest Traffic Avalanche, and I had a really good Pinterest strategy. I went all in on Pinterest, man. I learned everything I could learn about Pinterest, and I, I really spent a lot of time doing it. And then my other suggestion is... Make more than one image for every post. So, it Pinterest, okay, so ideally Pinterest loves a new URL, a new post with a new image. That's like Pinterest is like, yes, like I love that. That's why when I was writing a post a day, I'm, I'm writing a post a day now too, like, cause I'm doing a big push to up my traffic. When I want to up my traffic, I write a post a day because Pinterest likes that, right? Pinterest is like, great, you're making lots of content. You're making lots of images, cool. But if you can't write a blog post a day, you can make a new image for your old posts. So every single day, you should have a new image going up. It doesn't have to be a new blog post. And you can schedule them out. That's what Jennifer's book is really good at, is teaching you how to um, schedule all your boards. But even if you don't have time to write a post a day, like, you should be making an image a day, you know, and and make in the beginning, like, you know, make, I still have, like, three or four pins for a, a lot of my posts, and I have hundreds of posts, right? But think about, like, you know, we're all, like, kind of fighting, you're all, especially on Pinterest, like, you're kind of, like, wanting to be in the right place at the right time to go, like, viral on Pinterest, right? That's what you're trying to do. So think about it as, like, <laughs> in, like, gambling terms, right? If you have two different images, you're twice as likely for one to catch, right? And you're more likely, sometimes I'll create images that I think are going to do really well, and they just don't, like visually, they just, people don't like them. (laughs) Like I don't have that eye. I think I've talked to you guys about that before, but like graphic design is just not my thing. Like a lot of times I'll be like, this looks great. And people are like, no, like it just flops, right? Because I don't have an eye for, for graphic design, like necessarily, like a lot of people do. So I have to make a lot of pins because I had to figure out like, what people like and what does well on Pinterest and what people will repin, right? And try different headlines. When you make a new image, you know, try a different title. You don't have to put the same title or the same text on every pin either. So make a completely new image with all new colors, all new, all new pictures, all new everything, and make a new title and then pin it. And then you can pin one image, a new image should go up from you onto Pinterest every single day. So Pinterest loves, what it loves is like new images and new URLs, new posts. But what it likes is new images. It likes people putting new things up there. So, you know, if you can't write a blog post today, which most people can't, and I don't, like, advise most people. I don't, like, necessarily advise you do that, right? <laughs> That's not, like, what I'm saying. <laughs> I just come on here. Like, my intention with all of this stuff is really, like, to really be honest with you guys and share, like, what's worked for me. But I don't ever, like, claim to have it figured out. Like, I don't ever claim, like, you can, this is the thing, especially on the internet is like, there's no way for you to be like, do this, this, and this, and then you get success or do this, this, and this. There's like steps you can kind of follow and like a framework, but there's a lot of like variables and a lot of, a lot of different ways to do things and, and people still get results. And so just remember, like, you know, find some expanders of people that have only posted once a week that made that were successful, like find examples of that. And it's important that you that you show your brain that success is possible, like especially in the beginning, that ego part of your brain, right, the part that's like telling you not to get in the cold water, don't get in the cold bath every morning, right, when Tony goes to do his ice plunge, or like the part of your brain that's like telling you, like, you know, all this fear and all this doubt, like you'll never make it, and she did it, but you can't do it, and it's never going to work, and no one's reading it, and, and you're a failure, and your stuff's not good, like that stuff, you know, you have to be able to, I forgot what I was talking about. Oh my gosh, I totally lost my train of thought. I feel like you guys already probably knew what I was going to say. I say the same things over and over, right? So, you know, I totally lost my train of thought. I have no idea what I was talking about. I'm sorry, you guys. Oh, you guys are asking me questions on here. I didn't even see you. I'm sorry. Have you run into issues on Pinterest talking about mental health? I want to talk about mindset and such I'm thinking to avoid words like anxiety or depression. Is that accurate? No. So, okay. I have, like, a gazillion pins that say depression and anxiety. I tag almost everything I put on there is like keyworded anxiety tips, coping with anxiety, overcoming depression, how to deal with depression, like that kind of stuff. What I think like what Pinterest is trying to like crack down on people that are putting false information about mental health on there, which is good, right? We want to support that. And so when you're repinning things, I think it's really important to not repin anything that looks like bad advice or looks like it could be, you know, not medically accurate. (laughs) But if you're just using keywords as like depression and anxiety, like, you know, I've had my account suspended twice, but so have lots of other people that don't talk about mental health. So, and the other thing I'll say is like, I could like walk in this fear of like a lot of people that are in my niche are like, like Pinterest is going to take everything away and there's all this fear and there's all this stress and like Pinterest doesn't support mental health and all this stuff. And I just like don't have time for that. Like, to be honest with you, it's like, I don't, I can't run my business from a place of fear and you never know what's going to happen. Like we don't know what's going to happen with Pinterest. They could delete everyone's accounts. It could all go down. We don't know. Like the internet is changing. And the, and the truth is, is like, what is working this year is not gonna be working next year. And we're in a time of the internet where things are changing very, very quickly and you have to be able to adapt. And waste it's a waste of your time to like worry about stuff like that, like in my opinion. So yeah, like some mental health bloggers have gotten targeted by Pinterest, but so have other people that you know, I know craft blockers that have had their accounts suspended, right? So at the end of the day it's still free traffic right so why would you not go after it you know I don't have any um I don't put any thought into that when I make my pins I don't have, ever have a thought that's like would Pinterest not like this or like this like I've never had any there's lots of pins on, on Pinterest that are keyworded for depression so they're not pulling like every mental health thing they're not pulling like every alternative thing right my number one post that gets you know, just a bonkers amount of traffic is vitamins for anxiety, which you would think would be like the most controversial thing health wise, but I get that post gets, you know, that post probably drives like, I don't even know, like maybe half of my traffic, maybe even more off of Pinterest. Like I just get a bananas amount of of traffic from that pin and I have for years. So, you know, and it's keyworded anxiety, like coping with anxiety, anxiety tips, like all that stuff is in there. So, you know, I don't think there's any truth to that. There was a lot of like, Mental, there was a time where it felt like mental health and alternative health people were being targeted. And now I just kind of feel like, I don't really feel like that's true. I feel like people kind of buy into this myth. Here's the other thing I'll say about, let me, let me go on this rant. <laughs> Be careful who you take advice from in Facebook groups. <laughs> so there's a lot of people that are real scared of all kinds of things happening on the internet that then go post in Facebook groups and like spread their fear to everyone, right? Right don't buy into that. It's kind of like watching the news, right? If you watch the news and you think about all the bad things that could happen, it makes you not want to leave your house. Maybe that's just me, but it's like, you know, because it's like bad things happen, bad things happen, bad things happen. Sometimes it feels like that in Facebook groups to me. (laughs) It's like, you know, you guys know what I mean? Where it's like, there's these rumors and there's all this bad stuff happening. Everyone's on Facebook groups, like fear mongering and and then other people get on there and they like feed it more and they're fanning the flames. And it's like, you know, don't you don't have time for that. Like, don't buy into that at all. And the truth is, is like, there's so much opportunity now for you to be successful. There's so more opportunity than ever before for you to make a ton of money, for you to be massively successful, right? That's the truth. Like, that's my truth that I pick, right? I talk about this all the time, but you decide what's true for you. I choose my truth to, that I stand in is that I'm gonna be massively successful. My success is inevitable. You know, there's so much opportunity for me. There's so much room for me online. There's so much room for me to support other women to help them online. There's room for all of us to find success. Those are my truths, right? I don't go in Facebook groups and buy into this stuff about, like, like everyone did this when Pinterest went public. I mean, God, like, I saw so many posts in Facebook groups of people being like, Pinterest is going public. You're going to have to pay to play. And it's a- ads and everything's going to change. Everything's going to be different. And guess what? It's, everything is fine. And it will, it will change. It will change. It's inevitable. Like, it will change, and it probably will be pay-to-play. But right now, it's free traffic, so, like, get on the bandwagon, right? It's like, you know, we're in the gold rush of the Internet. You know, getting free traffic is going to be crazy for people to think about in 10 years. Like, this opportunity and the time that we're in is so amazing and so wild. You know, to waste time worrying about things that could happen that you don't have any control over is just – it's a waste of time. You're a lot better off thinking about the blessings and stuff. Um, people talk about try something. If it works, keep going. For example, building Pinterest traffic and Google SEO traffic. But how long would you give to determine if a method works or not? I don't know. I mean, I try new things all the time. You've got to get traffic, right? So I mean, I think you know it's possible because other people are doing it, right? So you've got to like find a strategy. A smart strategy that you think will work and keep at it it's probably going to take longer than you think it's going to i don't think there's any i don't really know how to answer that like you know you you kind of got to intuitively know like if something's working for you or not and 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 follow that like there's no magic formula right i can give you where it's like try this for this time thank you for doing these live streams oh friend that's so sweet how do you decide what your next step to focus is on your blogging journey. How do I decide what my next step to focus is on my blogging journey? I I mean, it just depends what my goals are. Right now, I want to get, my income to be honest with you guys goes like up and down a lot, and I want my blogging income to be more like stable <laughs> than it is. And so I'm trying to push to get more traffic, and then I'm trying to build out more revenue streams. So I'm going to be launching some new courses and trying some new things. I really love my membership site. So I'm trying to build that out. I don't know. I just think about what I want the outcome to be. Like, you know, I want to be able to support myself and my family. And if I choose to have kids, I want to be able to support us well. And for us to live well, like I've talked about on these live streams before, like I grew up in poverty. I don't want my family to ever have to walk through that again. I don't want, my children never have to walk through that and I don't ever want to experience that again. So, you know, that is a lot of what drives me is like, I want financial security, right? I want to help a lot of people. You guys know I'm passionate about what I do, but I'm also a businesswoman and I want, you know, and I have no shame in that. And I think women need to stand up and, and claim that you guys want money. That's fine. You want to support your family and live well and be able to travel and take care of your family. Like, you know, if my parents need something, I want to be able to cut them a check for $5,000 and have it not be a fucking huge deal, right? I want to be able to to help my people and to provide for my community and to provide for the people that I care about. And I have no shame about that. And if you have shame around financial success, or you feel like you can't ask for that, like you really need to look at that because as a businesswoman, you cannot be shameful about asking for money. And I think as women, I used to do this all the time. And I've talked about this before, but I used to walk in this energy of like, Like I'm just here to help people. And as long as I can help people, I don't care. And I'm just thankful, you know, I can make the little bit of money I can make and I can get by and my life is so good and be thankful for what you have. Right. But be audacious enough to claim more for yourself. You know, I want, I want to be able to provide for my, for my kids. I want to be able to provide excellent health care for myself. Right. I want, I need to like go to the dentist and like go to the eye doctor and, and, I'm always like doing this exchange right now where it's like, well, that money could be for the business or that money is for me. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, not like I have extra amounts of money. I'm getting close to where it's not like I can't go to the dentist. I'm being like a little dramatic, but you know what I mean? It's like, I deserve those things and I want them. And I want that for my family. And I want that for all of the people that I care about. I want to be able to take care of the people in my life and, and take care of them well and have them live well. And I have no shame around that. And so when I think about what's next for my business, you know, it's a couple things. It's like, What's gonna make me happy? What am I excited to create? You know, the program I'm making right now, I'm stoked about. I'm so excited to, to make it and to sell it and to talk about it. And and you know, that's a, lo- a lot of like, how I make my decisions. What am I excited about? What am I excited to say? What does my audience need? And what is gonna help me build a long-term business that will let me live the life that I wanna live, right? And to take care of the people in my life. And I kind of look at those things and then I'll like reverse engineer. Right. So it's like, if those are the goals, you know, I don't, and I don't chase dollars. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Right. Like I was saying earlier, like I don't chase I'm like a dog in the back. I don't chase dollars. Like I'm not going to make a program just because I think it'll sell. I, I only make things that I'm passionate about that. I really, really believe will help people and that I'm hundred percent behind. But I also have in mind, like I want a sustainable business. I don't want to struggle. I don't want to struggle. And I think there's a lot of like glorification among women of being humble and like being a martyr, right? And putting everyone else first and not like not claiming like, you know, not saying you want like saying you want to make six figures like as a woman, I think is like a radical act. I really do because you're just supposed to like live humble and like take whatever you get and be thankful. And those are great things, but you also need to like claim what's yours, you know. And I always think of I always think about this, but like, I remember my, my grandmother like telling me, you know, she got to be a secretary and she was the first woman in her family to be allowed to have a job. and. You know when i think about that it really motivates me to like go big it's like you know what like i want to build a company i want to be like a ceo i want to have like employees i want to like live well and i have an, an opportunity that she never had she never had that chance right and then i think about like all the other women that never had a chance that never had a shot like you know the opportunity we have is so crazy and so vast and so big um that we have to go big in my mind you have to go big and you have to be shameless and you know People should look at you a little crazy. Like, you know, I I think I talked about this last time, but people should look at you like you're nuts. You should sound a little crazy to other people. You really should, because we're not doing normal things, right, I'm trying to build an exceptional life. I'm trying to build an exceptional life, and most people aren't. And so, you know, the the people that are already living exceptional lives would hear me talk and see the things I'm doing and, and be fine with it, but people that aren't living exceptional lives look at me like I'm a little crazy. But that's okay, right? That's okay for people to look at you like you're crazy, but claim what is available to you. You have an amazing opportunity available to you. You have an amazing opportunity, you know, that a lot of women could have never even imagined you, that we have the chance for. So. Just dream like really big, I guess is like what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and be shameless. Be shameless about making a lot of money. You all all of you women in here, I want all of you to be rich as heck. I want you to have money to do whatever you want. And and I get really upset sometimes when I look at the news and I look at the state of the world, like I'm sure everyone does. Like there's a lot of things that upset me. But when I stop and think about like what I would do if someone gave me a trillion dollars and they were like, you can do whatever to like fix the world. Like, you know, I would give that money to strong, powerful women. Like, that's what I would do. I think I really believe like, and I really believe like warm, warm women need to have more power and more money, like straight up. (laughs) I just think it will make a big difference. And so I want all of you. That's why a lot of the reason I'm so passionate about trying to help all of you be successful like i want all of you to be massively successful and i want you to claim that for yourself you know have the audacity to dream big and say you know i'm going to make multiple six figures someday you know i'm going to buy a, ha- a house with cash like you know i was telling my brother the other day he's like why do you he's like why do you want why all this financial goals and like what is all this about you know for you because you know i love my house i don't really have any interest in buying a new car i don't like really need a lot of stuff like i'm set up i feel like pretty well and I was just like, I want money in the bank. Like, I want to know what it feels like to have money sitting in the bank and not need it to go anywhere and like just have it sitting there. Like, I want to know what that feels like. You know, I've never felt that. And I want to know what it's like to have money in the bank. And I have no, no freaking shame around that. Right. I deserve that. Like, yeah, I want to help people and I want to do good in the world, but I want to, I want to know what it feels like to have money in the bank too. Right. <laughs> and I think it's important that we claim that. Um, we indulge in confusion. It's way safer to say I'm not sure what to do than it is to take action and potentially fail. But taking action and having it not work is a way to learn. Yeah, exactly. It's just, you just gotta, you're gonna make the wrong decisions and that's fine. Just keep going, right? And you have to learn the lessons, right? Like like I said, I told you guys, I spent thousands of dollars hiring a coach that frankly like gave me pretty bad advice. (laughs) Like, didn't help my business at all. But I learned to trust my intuition. And that was the lesson I needed, right? I always believe like everything is working out in my favor and I believe I'm divinely supported and guided. So that was the lesson I needed to learn. So it all works out, right? So I don't have any fear about making the wrong decision because I know as long as I'm moving forward and I'm in my purpose, I'll learn the lessons that I need to learn and it will all work out, right? Thank you for all you do. Oh, you guys are so sweet. So true. You're right though. I don't need to be concerned. If they don't like, then they'll it out that's fine too. Yeah. You don't need to be worried about being liked. Okay, you guys. I think, did I answer all of these? I think I answered all your questions. That was like a whole rant. I hope this was helpful, you guys. I think that's it. The outcast in me fears rejection is starting to freeze, working on a thaw. Yeah, you gotta just go. Get Ruth's new book, you guys. Do it scared is out. Um, You know, support her. She's big figure in the blogging, like, community, but I always feel like when bloggers, like, make it, we should support them, right? So, I love Rachel Hollis. Rachel Hollis used to be a blogger. She's like, a big inspiration to me, but Ruth's book, Do It Scared, is about, like, you know, it sounds like you already are familiar because you're saying the outcast or whatever, but, you know, we all have fear, but fear is okay. It's okay to be scared, and the more you... Get used to just doing things and being scared the easier it gets and it just gets easier and easier to take those bigger risks. It gets easier, but it's still you still like feels afraid, but you're able to take action like that's the the key to success is being able to, you know, feel afraid and still make decisions and move forward that's the key to success the reason people stay stuck in their lives is they feel afraid and then they think that means that they shouldn't do anything or that they shouldn't take the risk and that's not what that means (laughs) like that's just not what that means you have to be able to work through that and navigate that and I think it's important also to recognize like this is hard you guys like you are doing something hard and I hope that you're giving yourself credit for that. And I know I'll get on here I feel like i can kind of yell at you guys every week and like rant at you. <laughs> and I can be a little bit harsh I feel like sometimes with like the the things I say and like the tough love kind of stuff. But you guys are are so far ahead of the people that I've never started. You know, I know it feels like you're so far behind and like when I started I felt like I would never get to where I am now even I couldn't even dream of like you know, we're having the audience I have now, it just felt so far away and so impossible. And I felt like like I was so far behind. But the reality is is like you guys are miles ahead of everyone that wants to be a blogger that will never start. You're so far ahead, you know, and you're so you're gonna learn so much on this journey. Like I've become such a better person and just figured out so much about life going through this process of like being afraid and making myself do it and confronting my fears and having to like overcome all this stuff in my brain, right? It served me so massively in my life. And so just know that this struggle, it's not for no reason. It's gonna serve you, right? The more we the more you struggle now, I always feel like the more it's gonna pay off later, right? And it's all part of your success story. You're gonna look back on this time and be like, oh God, I'm so glad I stuck it out. Like I look at like me when I was starting and I was just like thank God. <laughs> right. Cause I didn't have any traffic for so, it felt like so long and, and it didn't feel fast. It felt like it took forever. And you know, I was just like having all these doubts. I was still doing the work, but there was part of my brain that was like, I don't know if this is ever going to work. I might've just lost thousands of dollars. Like, I don't know, like whatever, whatever. And I'm so glad I stuck it out. If I could, like, go back to that girl and just hug her, I'm like, thank you. Like, thank you so much because she gave me the life I have now. And that's the thing is, like, you guys are building the life, like, you want for your future self. And it's such an incredible gift to give yourself. And so give yourself credit. You're doing something hard and just keep going and, like, just don't give up. As long as you don't give up and you keep going you will find success. Like there's so many examples of that, of people that just freaking kept going like for so long, sometimes like they just kept going. They just like did not quit. And you know, that's, I was like listening to this podcast earlier and it was like an NFL player, but he was talking about, you know, the successful people he knows, like have had a lot of rock bottom moments. A lot of people that are living exceptional lives that, you know, we want to aspire to be like have had really bad rock bottom moments, you know, and like really really tough lessons and have walked through a lot of really difficult times and so the struggle it's like you know i would say like the struggle is the tax you pay for being exceptional right if you want to become exceptional you want to live an exceptional life you know you have to be willing to walk in the struggle and you have to believe that the payout is there right you just have to choose to believe that it's going to pay out for you and just keep going. So, okay. I feel like I got, I could just talk to you guys forever. I feel like I've been on here, got an hour. <laughs> oh man. I can't, every time I come on here, I'm like, I'm going to do 20 minutes. And then it's like, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. I'm going to try and record a podcast tomorrow. So anyway, I hope you guys have a good day. I hope this was helpful. And that's all I have to say. Okay. I'll talk to you guys soon.